Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, with me, the bodyguard. I paid the invoice. It's it's all paid for. I'm good for another couple of months to the next quarter of bodyguard security. The homie from Miami, Kalina. Kalina, how are you? Ahoy! I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Such a dick. Does anybody ever ask you like why why do you call her that? Like why do you call her the bodyguard? No, because most of the time I don't remember <laughs> half the things I say on the show. So I don't even know when it started. Can someone tell me from who's been what hearing the show when I started that what episode? I don't know when it started, but I don't know, mate. I think I was looking a little bit like buff or like a little bit diesel one day, and then I think you just started calling me a bodyguard. Yeah, <laughs> boy. We went with it, and then I think there was a Kill Bill reference there once that that made that happen. But we're here. Uh, shout out to all the listeners and people who've been giving us direct feedback on social media, Twitter, Instagram. We definitely take notice. We definitely appreciate the love and the feedback has been tremendous. Uh, a lot of people have been giving us a lot of love and uh, we work hard to get this out to you. Um, it's a lot of work, just scheduling. We do have nine to fives, but we do appreciate it. Um, keep letting us know, even if we're not doing good, let us know. Um, but we have an exciting guest because not only do we, we really go out of our way to bring people that we listen to. We don't really say yes to everyone. So sorry if I didn't get back to emails. That's just the way it is. Um, Thank you. I was just about to say that. Thank you for if you guys send me DMs and you shoot me links and you tell me to listen to this person, that person. I'm not curving. I just, you know, I cannot get to everything. And he has a schedule set up, too. But we definitely get around to what we can. So, yeah, we will. We will listen. We'll get to it. It may not get to you as quick as you want it. Um, and the reason why we share that philosophy is because no one on our show needed to give us any time of day and people have, um, and so we have to pay it forward, but be patient with us. We'll get to you. I'm recording mm-hmm. like 10 episodes this week alone. All right. So I, we'll, we'll get to you saying that Kalina, you've been talking about our guest for a while to me on the side. Check this out. Check this out. Peep this. Um, and that's how we help each other stay in the groove of things. You have an idea of how I like my music. Um, and I was excited, but I was more excited because when you go out your way to make an episode happen, I know you're very enthusiastic about this MC and this music. So I'm going to toss it to you to do the introduction for our special guest. First of all, okay. First of all, the, the reason that I've been pushing it so much is because if I had bread, let me tell you something. If I had bread... And if I had the skill set to, to manage anybody or somebody's talent, it would be somebody like this only because he's fire. He's a fire. He's young. He's fire. He's got all the attributes that I find like in an MC. Plus, he's just fun. It's like youthful shit. It's not like serious dungeon music. Like, And even if it was dungeon music, he could he could fuck with that too. So this is the thing, right? So I'm gonna let my guest that I really want on the show for a, a minute, anyways. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. So go ahead. I'm gonna let you have the floor. You say whatever you want right this second. What's going on, listeners? Uh, shout out to Crush a Lot Podcast. You're listening to Kalina, Cheese, and Stalker. It's your boy Stalks. Straight out of Brooklyn, New York. 
well, you already have my heart because you're from Brooklyn and I'm from Brooklyn. I have a feeling you might be like around the corner and you should just probably just oh. walk upstairs to the house and you could just be live <laughs> in, in the studio. That's what I think that we should be doing. Um, man, it's, it's, it's exciting to have you on. Hip hop is in an interesting place, right? Um, this kind of like this nice resurgence of putting focus back on lyrics, on, on production. Um, there's enough space in hip hop for everybody to have the type of hip hop they want. We really don't bash too much here. Everyone kind of knows our opinion on things in general. Um, and here you are right in the middle of this new renaissance, New York City, Brooklyn style hip hop. So the expectation is hot, high. How do you, what even made you think like, I'm going to go for it? Cause you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, um, I've been doing this since I've been doing this for almost ten years now. So, I started out um, coming under Goblin Studios. So I was I was over there just paying my dues, you know, doing Dutch runs and shit. Under um, you know, a lot of up and coming lyricists at that time. So like 2010, 2011, I was under like you know Shaz of York, Spit Gems, Starving B. Uh, you know, whoever would come through the studio, we had a lot of special guests all the time. You know, Gob Goblin ran the studio. Anybody that came through, you know what I'm saying? I pretty much was there just trying to soak it all up. And then when it was my time to shine with the nickel plated nine, you know, I, I just I did what I had to do. I was always a student, so I always was enthusiastic about music. So when I felt like I wanted to say something, I knew what I wanted it to sound like because I've I've always I've always been a student. You know what I mean? Like I'm the type that. When when niggas was running around with the iPod, my iPod wasn't updated. Like I had no need to update my iPod. The only thing I might have updated my iPod with was Action Bronson when he came out with Dr. Lecter. Other than that, it was all solid music from the golden era. And then, you know, you had your mixtapes, your good little, you know, 2004 or five music when, you know, rappers had a little questionable stage, but you still had a lot of good shit coming out. And that was really about it. I wasn't really into like, Little Wayne, you know what I mean? Like when 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 rap got to that stage of like Regi going to the when regional started taking over. Yeah, I'm not against it because I like Goody Mob and I like, you know, I, I like I like hearing like like I like different regions of hip hop, but I just wasn't I wasn't um I wasn't really in tune with that. Like in 2009 when that when that when everybody was 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 going for like no ceilings and all of that, like I wasn't fucking with that. You know what I mean? But not nothing against it. It's just I always was on some old shit like. That's just what it was. I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of evident too, like in the way that you rap. I think when people hear certain things from certain areas, they kind of like more so mimic that type of sound. But I feel like even if it's up tempo or even if it's something slow, I think you have a the good thing about you is that I noticed you have a good ear for for certain beats, right? So whenever you rap over something, it sounds really good. It sounds really crispy like how do you go about even picking a beat does somebody shop it to you do you say oh i want that how how do you how do you get to this point where everything sounds so tight i appreciate it i really do um what i usually usually for the for the for the for the most part if i'm in the studio with the producer it's all under my behest like i'll I'll, I'll listen to a sample or they might play me something that they don't even like that they're skipping it and I'm like whoa 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 like you know and then I'll, I'll tell them play it back 
And I'll, I'll really nitpick like something that I like out of it, even if they don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, that's what I want to do. So I always got my I always got my hands in in whatever I rap on, unless it's something that I happen to like, which is really rare. It's really rare that somebody sends me something and it's good to go from from there on. But for the most part, I keep my hands dirty when it comes to the beats. I don't try to like like be shy about you know what I'm saying, my opinion and what what I want and what I don't want. Is, is, that's right and also like visually too like i see that the good thing also that you do that i really appreciate and a lot of people kind of it's kind of usually like a hit or miss but usually for you when you do visuals they're usually a, a hit because then it kind of gets the essence of what you're trying to say because sometimes you come off as like real raw and then sometimes it's real like lawless like oh i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying yeah. Do you have a hand in also like the visual direction of how you want things to look? Yeah, to be honest, I do. I have a hand in absolutely everything I do. So for the most part, that's why a lot of things that I release takes so long because I have a I have a lot on my plate. So amongst everything that I got going on in real life, I try to make time for you know have place an input. You know, just I always have try. I always keep a creative input in everything that I do. I appreciate my producers and the, the people that they use to edit and you know whatnot. But I'm I'm very stern about what I want in the first place because for the most part, I knew what I want before I shot it. Like a lot of the stuff that I that a lot of the songs that I make, I can see if I really want to make a video, it's because I can see it already. You know what I mean? Like, so that's usually how that goes. But you know, it's it's all it's all trial and error you know what i mean i have videos that have been out before the ones that i got out that are not out mm -hmm. you know what i mean we put them on private <laughs> but it's, we call that quality control but you know what i mean for sure there's a few episodes that have not released on purpose um You're not, that's how it is. um how did how did uh how did you link up with juju from the beat nuts how did that because i'm like the beat nuts is iconic new york new york you know, flavor. That's my style. But they, they have a definite niche in the game. Not only could they go, but in production, they're just fun loving production duo, uh, MCs. Like there's no house party in New York without the beat nuts being there somehow. And yeah, you know, and I get that kind of style from you from time to time. It's like, okay, I could play this in my house in the summertime and people will have a good time and will crack their neck. Like, yo, who is that? And like, yo, that's, this is that, that 90 shit that's right now. How'd that, that happen yeah. with the, with Juju from the beat notes? Cause I got, I, I needs to know as an old head. Yeah, man. It's no problem, man. You as, you as old as you feel, bro. Um, it's true. I like to, uh, I like to give a shout out to Juju, man. Juju's a good dude. I actually met Juju in, Goblin Studios. To be clear about the relationship between the Beatnuts and Goblin um, Studios is the owner of Goblin Studios is Gob Goblin. I have family relations with Gob Goblin that I found out on the spot of going there. So um, it's a small world in New York, man. It's even smaller in New York for real. But uh, what happened was Gob Goblin is a, like a, a member of a group called the No Gooders that came out of uh, Ravenswood and they got picked up by the Beatnuts. A long time ago, Beat Nuts came out with a mixtape called, uh, I believe it's called Treats or something like that. And, uh, you know, Gob Goblin's on it. He bodies it. And then all the, anything that Beat Nuts came out with, if they came out with something with like Willie Stubbs or something like that, you could always find Gobby on a verse or something like that. And he always kills it. Gobby made uh, Unsigned Hype, I think, back in the day in like 97 or some shit. But um, 
they've always been tight. So when Goblin opened up the studio, I ended up in the studio and uh, Juju pulled up and Juju showed me love. Like me and Juju hit it off from the jump. Me and Juju were cool because uh, one of the first CDs I ever bought was um, Take It or Squeeze It. I bought that shit in Kmart when I was a little kid because I used to like that song, No Escaping This. I used to, I, like, off of that song, I, I bought the tape. So, um, you know, they just fucked with me because I was just, I, I was a young dude. I, I was on, I was on point with, you know what I'm saying? Their, their history. And, uh, I really wanted to make, I really wanted to make something, you know what I mean? So he gave me a shot and he was like, yo, I don't really give my shit out. He, I, I don't even make beats like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he had like nine beats on a CD and he and he said them shits was interludes. Like people don't know Juju made the, the beat one for Ghostface and Juju made the interlude for the, the Iron Man Wu Tang Clan and Iron Man. That's Juju. So like he's he's cool with interludes. He's like, he don't care if niggas rap on it or not. But he was like, yo, this is an interlude. I was gonna give this shit to MOP or some shit, but you can have it. He gave me two beats. Somewhere along the line, I lost the, the other one and I had one. And the one that I had, I I used it. And and you know, he he always he co-signed it. I might have used it like two years after he gave it to me, but he he let it be. And um I think I got him on Instagram, you know what I mean? I try to keep in touch with him, but you know, we all busy. <laughs> we're, we're busy. We have a, I would say that sometime in June, he will be on the show, though. I would say that. That would be cool. Yeah, Drew's a good personality, yeah. man. Absolutely. Now, have you been working on anything? I know, well, we know. We know that you've been working on a couple of things. You've been a little bit busy. Um, have you been working on anything in particular that you can tell us about or tell the audience about? Absolutely. Uh, I've been working on a, a collaboration tape with my boy G Dubs. Shout out to G Dubs, man. Everybody uh, that's listening right now, just give that a give that a search real quick. It's G E E D U B S. G Dubs. Uh, he's an artist that also produces, and he produced his last tape that just came out called uh, Armory of Thought, and he's producing the tape that I'm about to release this summer called Matra. So. Uh, that's what I've been working on for about the past five years on and off. Because once again, you know, we got lives and uh, I can't find time really to make music like that. But when we blink up, you know, we, we make a couple bangers. I got like 12 songs on there, I think. I got some, I got maybe one or two features. But for the most part, I'm trying to keep it in, you know, in-house. So it's just me and him. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm working on. And I also got another tape I'm working on with my uh, my, my, my co-DYL. We're working on a tape with uh, DJ Skiz. Nice little collaboration tape that's gonna come out real soon, and uh, and that's about it for now. You know, everything else is pretty uh, pretty freelance. Anybody that's listening, if you're a producer, you want to send me a beat, I got my info on my social media. So you know, I'm pretty sure you're gonna see the social media tagged on this anyway. Yeah, link below. We gotta definitely shout out YL. Definitely gotta do that, or this is pointless. (laughs) Absolutely, right? In in between. You know, real life music. How do you talk to some some of the some of the other MCs? It seems like most people just sit down, write. That's their process. Hear the beat, create. But is there any type of like exercising that you are doing, either on a daily or weekly time, to really keep sharp? If you're you know if you're releasing between five year gaps, three year gaps, gaps to really make it. Um, the best quality, how do you stay on top of your game if you're not frequently putting the work in, or at least I'm assuming, because you're probably in the studio all the time. What What's that? How do you do that? 
what I try to do honestly is I try to keep everything I do with my music uh, natural. So I don't really force anything. Another reason why my music takes so long to come out. Uh, I need to be inspired at all times. If I don't have inspiration for the situation, it's probably not going to happen. The best thing that I could explain me making music to is I would like to say if you ever did shrooms, you know that you got to do shrooms somewhere that you're very comfortable and I got to make music somewhere that I'm comfortable. If I'm not comfortable, if I'm not really feeling the situation or like I don't like the way things are signing acoustically, if I got to say like, oh, email me that, it's probably just not going to happen. If, if things feel right, if, if you know what I'm saying, the beat's right, I'm comfortable at, the, at that spot or whatever case may be, it's going down. But um, I recently haven't been able to make nothing like I've been making my music on these tapes that I mentioned, but on the solo tip, people been sending me this and that, and I haven't really been feeling it. You know what I mean? But I randomly today I made like two songs at YL's house, so it's a hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if if the feeling's right, it's going down. Like I said, I can't force anything. Okay. With that being said, if if you had to, which I know you you like things to kind of flow, but let's just say, for example, if you wanted to work with somebody. Not just in-house, not somebody you know, somebody totally random, and you wanted them to produce, you know, a body of work. Who who would it be if you have anybody like in mind? Or you're just good, or you're good on what you're doing now. I mean, I'm I'm very good on what I'm doing now. I appreciate what I got going on. You know, shout out to DJ Skiz, shout out to G Dubs. I'm just focused on that. But if I if I was out here on some like, you know, uh, fantasy. Mixtape shit, I'm, I, I would say uh, it's hard, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to be real honest with you. I went to a, a, par I went to a party with my boy. Uh, my boy Zumo threw a party. He threw a little party for his birthday. He had people uh, performing. And this kid, Theravada, yo. This kid, Theravada, got some crazy beats, yo. I'm sure if he's listening, yo, shout out to Theravada because his beats are wicked. I'm not even going to front. I was listening to them shits over there, and I was like, yo, if I could get a tape done with son, I'd be hyped. Them shits is hard. Other than that, like, you know, MF Doom, some shit like that. But Theravada shits is crazy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. He does. He's been working a long time. He's got a couple of good tapes, man. He's really good, actually. I'm happy that you mentioned him. That would be a good matchup between the two of you. So shout out to him. Yeah. Hopefully that happens in the future. We don't know yet. <laughs> it would be dope. This shit's hot. Someone, someone at him and make that happen, please. <laughs> I still have money for my tax season to spend, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to put down on a little GoFund to make that project happen. Make it so right now. Um, <laughs> say, saying that, how, how do you, with so much hip hop going around right now, I would imagine I, I found like yesterday. Man, I was so hip hop out, like doing this show and doing two podcasts and just listening and trying to be on, on top of things. And I actually in just listening to hip hop for the joy of it has been a chore for me because um, of how much content we produce and how prepared we, I try to be. And I find myself going back to the other type of musics that I really enjoy. So yesterday I was on like on a, a thrice run of just listening to thrice all goddamn day and forgetting how much of a rocker I was when I wasn't listening to hip hop during the 2000s. Don't judge me. Hip hop failed me during those days. I needed to do something. <laughs> um, so I was binge kicking those things. H how do you stay fresh from hip hop? Is there any uh, other things besides hip hop that capture 
your imagination or just kind of clean the palette just for you to have uh, different sounds coming in or you just want to be in the car and you just want to start the day off and this is the first thing that you just, you just put it on like yep anything all right that's a good question i'm actually a fan I'm, i don't like to be one of those people like i listen to everything bro but you know what i mean like i really do i listen <laughs> to everything probably but but country you know what i mean but on a real like uh I might fuck around one day and, like, be on some real, real old shit, you know what I mean? And listen to, like, some Al Green or some shit. Lately, I was on some R&B shit the other day. I was listening to just, like, a lot of Aaliyah, a lot of fucking uh, Ashanti, shit like that, Tamiya. Just, like, just whatever, whatever that, that good R&B 2003 next, all the mix, all the good good mixes and shit. I was bumping that recently. And, some uh, some groove theory. Some groove theory. Some tell me. Some shot. Some Sade. Some uh, Jane. Sending my love. Don't get me started. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah, man. Yo, it could turn into that, man. I think. I think that. I think a lot of the the, the, this generation lacking that shit, man. This this generation don't got R and B like that. Soulless. Yeah, they soulless. Word too. They really don't got it because when when I go back to soulless, heartless. Word, little kid. As a little kid, we was bumping out. You know what I'm saying? We had feelings, like you know what I'm saying? Like we would dedicate them shit to girls. Like this is for you, girl. You know what I mean? Eighth grade, sixth grade, whatever. Uh, dear current R&B artist, break your heart, get, get your heart broken, and write from that perspective, please. That that'll be very make me feel it. Um, saying that, let's get into a very serious question, and we apologize if it makes you uncomfortable. Aww, you know. <laughs> Nah, I already know. Already know. Good. So you know what's coming. Um, <laughs> good, sir. Um, it's tradition around here to ask when I remember to ask. And if I'm given permission to, um, if you could pick any, you have an ear for beats. Obviously, you're very picky in the beats. <laughs> if you could pick any beat in the Pantheon, I just like that word Pantheon and gargantuan. <laughs> I just want to use them today. Um, to to best describe your lovemaking talents, your mattress mumbo rumba. Uh, what <laughs> beat? So annoying. <laughs> what beat would you? Uh, what song would it be? What what beat would it be? We liking them one, right? Yeah. We're liking it one and only. Well, we're recording this on a Monday, so if that if right. if your Monday mood is different than your Friday mood, that would be okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, you know, man, I really wanted to go with uh, who's your daddy with Necro, but <laughs> that's not what it is. So I'm not gonna go with that. I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Pono Music, Max B. Yeah, that that one, that that one, that one's pretty good. (laughs) That was pretty good. That's one of my favorite records. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Okay, shout out Max B, that that boy. Absolutely, man. Feed away, man. Come on. Yeah, man. So, (laughs) crush a lot podcast. We appreciate all the love. Make sure you hit the link below. Uh, go check out, support all that goes out. Be on the lookout for these projects. We're not going to put anything out there that we're not co-signing. We're co-signing big time. So make sure you put that, that money. That's a fact. Yeah. Put that money to the side right now. 
It's expensive these days, so go support. Saying that, check us out, social media and all that good stuff. You can find me, Crush A Lot Podcast, Instagram, Crush A Lot Cheese, everywhere else, because I did not plan my social media names very well, so I have two different ones, and I'm not changing them. So deal with it. Just write it down. Uh, you can find Kazingas only on Twitter exclusively. That's where her exclusive contract is signed. Just on Twitter. Find her there. Um, and the DMs are not open. Uh, <laughs> only if you're Lucy Lou. <laughs> Saying that, Crush Lab Podcast, we're out. Peace. Peace.